Welcome to another great story with your host, Nick Sandino, brought to you by the Village Christian Church. Do you know any great stories? We sure do. And we can never find enough time on a Sunday morning to tell them all. Here at Another Great Story, we tell the truth about where life change, life growth, and life purpose meets our everyday life with the hope that you might experience God in your story. Welcome back to another great story. I'm your host, Nick Sandino. Uh, back with me again today is Nate Ferguson, our founding pastor, talking to you about losing my religion and taking a look at prayer. So uh, sit back and relax. Enjoy another great story. Nate, welcome to another great story again. It was fun last week. Got to talk about the Bible. Yeah. And now we get to talk about prayer. Yeah. They go hand in hand, don't they? Pretty close. Yep. I don't think you should do one without the other. I agree. They very much dovetail together and uh, there's so much good. We listen to God's word, the Bible, and I just a quick plug, go back and watch or not watch, listen yeah. to the Bible. I thought, Nick, you're wisdom on that was just tremendous. Uh, it was really, really strong. We got a lot of great feedback. And then um, today we're talking about prayer where we talk to God. And uh, also, this is probably the time to say, like, you can still submit questions. We're in this series for three more weeks. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember the number, 815-792-9006. That's exactly right. And you just, uh, here, here's my question about prayer. Or, um, so we're, we're prayer, on prayer. Prayer, Bible. I, yeah. You can, and we'll, we'll do our best to follow Maybe back we'll up with back. you. Yeah, but uh, the next one's coming up is baptism. Communion and worship. So if you have questions about that, please let us know. Yeah, and, and we'll, these are the hot button things that we were raised with. Yeah. And that your friends would start to talk about, you know, like uh, monumental moments at church, you know, and I had a bunch of friends get confirmed, all oh, those yeah. things. Yeah. We're just trying to answer those. We don't want you to go through the motions with anything and, and not know the relationship behind it. It's the whole purpose of losing my religion. We're not actually... Losing no, we're not faith. advocating. <laughs> you know, we're we're actually losing the meaningless. Don't yeah. go through the motions. Don't go through the motions. Check the box. Don't check um, a box anywhere. We want this to be a heart experience. Yep. And sometimes so does the Lord. By yeah. The way. Sometimes the heart will follow a discipline. Indeed. You know. So, yeah. and, and that's where we jump in today, talking about prayer. Had a great week last week talking about the Bible, but um, man, prayer is a, a tricky one. It seems like it's something everybody does, and nobody really. Um, would want to do in front of one another. Yeah. Yeah. There's the whole big, uh, I don't want to pray out loud, uh, experience. You were a pastor's kid. Yeah. Did you ever feel that when you were a kid, like a pressure to pray or, uh, yeah, I think a little bit cause you know, I was with the professionals, right? So it was just everybody around. So you just didn't want to mess it up. So a lot of times you just said what they said, um, which wasn't from the heart. What even, was your cliche that was said every oh, prayer man, that you didn't you know, know what it meant? Bless this food to the nourishment of our bodies. I mean, I don't talk like that generally. Um, Ours was before bed. Prepared it, or you know, I would pray for peace in the Middle East. Peace in the Middle East. Yeah, well, that was yeah. How's that I mean, it was like out? it was yeah. like, it was <laughs> Gulf War as a little kid, and I remember I was like, well, I should probably pray for peace in the Middle East too. <laughs> I mean, the people who were praying it around me meant it. I just yeah. didn't know what the Middle East was. Yeah, or well, why they weren't at peace. Is that the middle of Mazan or Kinsman? Right. Is that what you're? To the east, <laughs> it was you know, yeah. Just go through those motions, okay. You know, and say those things. <laughs> when do you, how old do you think you were when you started praying on your own and really meaning it? Probably uh, like elementary school, like six, seven, eight. You know that 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 range. Yeah. Um, we would just you know we just prayed all the time, and it was pretty common to do that. Um, that's unusual. That's when it became like real for you, though. I would say it became real for me in like junior high and high school when I started to like really you know, develop in my relationship with God and not ride the coattails of, you know, family. My, my dad was a pastor, my mom, so forth. Um, my grandparents, um, yeah. uh, you know, G Rochelle says that my line is from Jesus and <laughs> hers is from the devil. <laughs> They're great, wonderful people on both sides. Um, but you know, my experience is unique. It just goes back a long way and that's a blessing. Yeah, it's great. I'm not embarrassed by that, but I think, you know, that's not probably 99% of the people listening right now, that's not their experience. And so um, 
you know, we want to help you guys where you're at. Yeah. It, it's, if that's not your story, it, you're the first generation to start something new. There you that's, go. that's yeah. who we're, yeah, there you go. That's why we want to be in ministry is for yeah. that generation. Yeah. You know, it's, we want to see people for the first time. So I always like have a, a disclaimer when we preach on things like this, like don't come into this. And if we talk about things that we've done for a long time, feel like, Oh, I should have started that a long time ago. I feel that about finances. I feel that about yeah. retirement. I feel like yeah. I'm behind and I don't want you to feel that way about prayer or no, about the not Bible or about where am I at in my relationship with God? What do I do next? Like yeah. you should ask those questions and you should like, this is a God who's been saving people for centuries. Indeed. And you know, our goal today just clearly stated is when everybody take a next step. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about different ways for each person to do that. Everybody's going to be at a different place, but what would it look like for you to take a next step in prayer for me, for you, for everyone yeah. who's listening? Yeah. There's the action guy. Mm-hmm. Nate is the, I'm right the king I, of, yeah. of what are we going to do next and keeping you on, on target with yeah. that. And so I wanted to start by talking a little bit about like, what do we, like, how do we pray? We talked about that on Sunday, but yeah. in case somebody missed it, yeah, you can go back and watch it. Just uh, Google, you know, Village Christian Church on YouTube or Facebook or whatever, and then our, our messages are there. But we talked about the um the just the, the word pray, P R A Y. Yep. P stands for praise. We thank God for who He is. Uh, R is repent, which is a church word, which basically means just say you're sorry for the sin in our life. It gives us a time to reflect. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like P is we we look up, we thank God for what He's done. You just look around in our lives. R is like okay, here's where I'm not you know, meeting your standard and gosh, I, I need to work on this. I know it's hurting my heart. Yeah. I want to turn away from that. Yeah. Yeah. Turn away from the, the sin to God. Um, you want to do the A and the Y? Yeah. <laughs> Let me think for a second. A- Praise, a- uh, <laughs> repent, ask. Yeah. Ask is the part that we all think that we're getting to. Yeah. Like that's what we yeah. come into prayer for typically when we trigger our brain to pray. Right. You know, if, and, and, and that's not wrong. We just, I think your heart's prepared after you've praised and repented. Yeah. Like then your heart all of a sudden sees it through a different lens mm-hmm. and you're, you'll get to the core of what you need to ask for. For sure. And not only to the core of it, but just to the, as in alignment with God's will for your life. Yeah. So we're not asking for, you know, the bears to, to win and the you know, right. car to get better and, you know, one idiot at church years ago was like, can I pray for a better wife? And I'm like, no, you cannot. Oh my goodness. Did somebody submit that or come forward? They said it out loud. They said they were joking, but I don't think they were joking. But, um, it was just like, come on. Like that's, we're not being selfish. We're trying to say, Lord, um, I'm worried about my job. Can you help me with my job? Like I might get laid off that kind of thing. That's okay to pray for. Um, I'm worried well, about. Well, but like, think about this. Like, if you get through the praise and repent, like if uh-huh. I'm if I'm fixed on my provision yeah. for my family, which yeah. is a real thing. I felt that you for, were raised yeah, feeling that sure. at different yeah. times. You know, we've we've come from those backgrounds. Yeah. If I condition my heart with all good things come from the Father and James. Yep. You know, and that like there's times refreshing that come from the Lord when I repent. Yep. Now when I get there, I go, God, I need you to provide. Yeah which is like Lord's prayer stuff. And so if it's through this job, but if it's not, I, yeah. I, I need you to give me a piece so I can lead my family or. Yeah. I, I think it's just even the smallest things, you know, it's like, yeah. I'm just, I'm worried about this meeting coming up. Lord, could you help me with that? Um, and then the why is yield. yield. Yeah. And so then it's like, okay, God's starting to communicate back with us as to, as we're asking, um, he's, he's starting to give us some clarity on that. And then are we going to yield to, to his answer, to his will. Um, in you like time. yielding? No, right. I don't. I like to kind of be in control and out in front. And um, so this is a great exercise for me. And if you think about like the Lord's Prayer, a lot of people yeah. um, maybe weren't in a church background, but they probably grew up going at different times. And, you know, it seems like the Lord's Prayer is drilled into everybody's head. You know, our Father in heaven. Well, it's pop. Right? It's in pop culture. It is. It's like yeah. the representation of church when, yeah. you, you know, they're always reciting the Lord's Prayer in a movie if you walk into a church or something Pretty like much. that. Yeah. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. That's praise. Thank yep. you, God. Kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's, you know, that's that's ask and yield at the same that's time. That's ask right? and yield yeah. at the same time. That's posturing. You know, that's Jesus who who represented yielding yeah. himself in the garden, you know, but not my will be done. Your will be done. Yeah. And you know, his will on earth being done, it's getting done in heaven. Cause he's in charge on earth. He's put us in charge. How's it going? Well, we got a lot of work to do, you yeah. know, on some levels. 
Um, give us today our daily bread. That's We're asking for our basic needs. We're thankful for that. Um, and forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Well, that's a pretty dangerous prayer. That's the repent side. Yeah. Um, because sometimes I don't forgive other people very well. And I'm saying in that prayer, forgive me of my sins in the same way I forgive others. Yep. Uh-oh. Uh, you know, I got that. Really yeah, do I have up. a, again, it's like heart conditioning. Yeah. Like yeah. as I forgive others, forgive me. Yeah. And lead me not to temptation, but deliver from the evil one. I'm a big believer in that. Prayer of Jabez has a similar line where it's just like, and keep me from temptation so that I might not cause you pain. Yep. And I just think that's a good thing to pray. God, would you, you know, in, in front of me, would you work, you know, kind of put some barriers up? You yeah. know my weaknesses. I'm going to do the best I can. But if you could help me with that, I could really appreciate it. So I was like a freshman in high school when you got the prayer Jabez. Yeah. And you bought it for our youth group. Yeah. I think it was for our Sunday morning Sunday school. Mm. And we worked through it. I Freshman, sophomore, something like that. I'm not a big I wasn't a big book reader, and I right. read the prayer of Jabez. Yeah. And it rocked me. It's not a big story in Scripture. Mm-mm. It's just a man who kind of, like, his story's dropped in. Yep. And I, I, where is it at? Good question. I, second I can look Chronicles, it up. Chronicles, maybe look it I up. I thought it while, was somewhere while in like Chronicles. While you're looking or... it up, it's just a little bitty book. The author is Bruce Wilkinson. Um, I think it's maybe 60 pages or 70 pages and i mean when i say little i mean not the normal the, the book can fit in the palm of your hand so um I don't good know. job first chronicles but, 4 9 and 10 we find go. a short prayer uttered by an obscure man jabez um who was more than more honorable than his brothers his mother named him jabez saying because i bore him in pain now jabez called on the god of israel saying bless me indeed yeah enlarge my territory yeah. may your hand be with me May you keep me from evil that I might not cause you that pain. I might not cause you pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, yeah. I I prayed that religiously. Yeah, pun intended. Yeah, no kidding. Through high school, I continue to pray that prayer every day. You know, there's the. It's funny. I was had an early morning meeting today at seven, which I do not appreciate. That's not a good timeline for me, but nonetheless, and um, I didn't get up early enough to get my scripture reading in and prayer done ahead of that. I barely got enough up enough for that stupid meeting. And I was like, well, I got this 15-minute drive, P-R-A-Y. You know, so I just yeah. I went through the process. Um, I normally pray the prayer of Jabez um, after a scripture Bible reading and then on the way to work, just kind of beginning the day that way. And So let's talk I, about that because yeah. it's losing my religion. And yeah. so there's a, there's a mindset out there mm-hmm. that's if I recite the Lord's Prayer, if yeah. I learn a couple, um, do you remember like dinner prayers? You, oh, you know, yeah, like, sure. Uh, like, come, Lord Jesus, be our guest. Let these gifts to us be blessed. Nice. You, you know, like before yeah. meals. Well, like, what if we, we don't want to, like, sometimes that's a good reminder, but yeah. don't go through the motions on it. it yeah. Make it a model. So I would, like, adapt the prayer of Jabez, yeah. you know, to be, like, well, just to just to put it in my own words. Yeah, I mean, I we just pray, pray blessing, which is God's favor, um, where my life and God's, uh, will intersects. Yep. So I'm not praying for favor over more money or things like that. I'm just saying, God, it's your day and you know me and you know what my gifts are because you created me with those. Can you help my life intersect with using my gifts and abilities to help whoever needs to be helped yeah. today or to make a difference or an impact? And however you want to do that's fine. But I need your help. I, I need your favor on that. And he's been so good. My goodness. I'm oh, just... yeah. It's it's weird when you consistently ask for his interruption. And that's what you're asking for. We don't like repenting because it's, it's a direction that we're not accustomed to going. Yeah. We don't like yielding because it's getting out of our own way for sure. and letting God be in charge. And we're, I'm a control freak. Yeah. You know, we we're, we like to be in charge of things. I think we're all. Yeah, we, we, we like, like to, yeah. you know, be, like it would, if you think. <laughs> Whether you want to admit it or not. If you think life would be easier with more money. With, yeah. With more authority. Yeah. Like you have some control stuff. And sure. you need to really approach God with a, with a heart that says, I want to do it your way. I want to yeah. turn away from my way. Yeah. And, and like there's a heart conditioning there. But what about, so we both stumbled into something here. It, your your pastors at your church here get into ruts, which yeah. I hear all the time. Yeah, you know from every. What do I do if I get into a rut? Or oh, I've been in a bad spot. I've you know um, a friend that'll be like, if I can get to here in my life, mm-hmm. then I'll get back on track over there. Yeah, that's that's no good. It's out of order too. Yeah, you know, and and the caution is like, what are you trying to fix on your own before yeah. you come back and and put God first? 
Sure. Right. And so I want to talk about what do we do when we get out of rhythm to get back into rhythm? Cause you just said like early morning meeting late night last night. We yeah. got home late. Yeah. I had the same schedule. I, we got home. I, I left work, went to a volleyball game till seven, got home. You try to feed kids. Literally we were running out of everything. Oh, we filled gosh. two cereal bowls this morning before they were like, where's the milk? And I was like, <laughs> out of that too. We don't have it. You know, it's so you shift cereal morning. <laughs> it was just a, you know, and then you're scrambling. Your kids are tired. They're back yeah. in, trying to get back in the school rhythm. And in the meantime, I'm a pastor on a on a Bible reading plan, and I'm yeah. the most behind. Yeah, like I've got to spend time catching up, and I've got my own stuff to read today in yeah. Scripture. Yeah, I think in some ways you just give yourself grace and say, "Look, I I'm, I may not be able to catch up all this stuff in a in a in a three day period here. I I just need to start right today, and this is where I'm at." And um, that's huge. Does that make sense? What just can you yourself- do healthy today? Yeah, just what can I do today? I, you know, I, we were before we began. I was talking about I've I've set aside in my calendar. I'm a big calendar person. I was going to do half an hour of just to listen to the Lord per day for 21 days. I usually do something like that in January. Um, years ago, we would try to do the fast, and that was always a disaster because I don't do very good with that <laughs> um, fasting from food. <laughs> so that's bad. Um, but I try to fast from like my phone or you know instead of doing that. But um, First day was yesterday, um, and uh, I missed it. You know, I, I'd set, I had a busy day, and my first time available was 9 o'clock in the night, and I got home at 8.45, and I was like, I'm tired. I just, I'm just, my heart's not in this, and so I'm going to start again tomorrow, and I've got it at 5 o'clock tonight, and that's going to be a good time. And um, so I think that's one thing to get out of the rut. I think the other thing is, um, you know, probably – you know, you got to give yourself permission and grace, but you also have to really take a good look and say, what really are my priorities? Like I did this today. Yep. I did that today. I could have, I could have done this. Oh you yeah. Know, it's not a issue of, I didn't have the time. It was an issue of, I just didn't take the time. Right. So just a priority, you know, it's, yep. so it's both, it's both and right. You're kind of on the one hand, you're like, gosh, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Okay. We have those days and weeks. On the other hand, it's like, I, I probably, could have taken advantage of that. So it's just getting that priority in place. I think, uh, I think when you jump back to one of these models as your backbone, yeah, whether it's like the Lord's prayer as a model mm-hmm. or the acronym pray, I think it can start to, it's, it's your first steps. Like if you walk into a gym and you're like, what's the first machine I would go to? That's one of the biggest hurdles, you know, like, I don't know where to go start. Like, I don't want to go on a treadmill. I don't want to go sign up. I don't want to all these things. But if I have a model in place that I can go back to, so I'm just going to start with an attitude of gratitude. I'm going to open the day with prayer on, on praising God. That's what I try to wake up and think about. Yeah. And so I'll pray for Lauren, Yeah. you know, first thing in the morning and just be grateful for her and what he's done and how he blessed her. And, yeah. and then I'll pray through her and I'll start to pray. Th- I usually pray through the girls as they're going to bed. Yeah. You know, so I'll either pray with them or I'll make a pit stop at their bedrooms and mm-hmm. just pray at their bunk beds. We've got two sets of bunk beds and stop in each room. That's great. And just pray. We got a lot and of kids over there. You got to throw it's, them in the it's, Well, and you're hustling <laughs> to get them asleep, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then know. just to have that like window. Then real, real quick. Yeah. You're talking about breaking the rhythm is doing something different. So yeah. you're you just talked about that. Um Rochelle this year, we've got some challenges that we're looking at. Really better word is opportunities for her. And so I'm just saying um, every day uh, before I leave, I just grab her, not in a, I just hold her and hug her, and I just say like about a three-sentence prayer over her. Like just, God, would you just bless her? We have all these opportunities in front. We don't know what you're going to do, but we're just asking for your provision. So that's enough. How, one of the objections to that is people feel awkward, like they're going to feel weird. Yeah. And so what would you say to somebody who's, they've been married 20 years, 25 years, and they've yeah. never prayed together as a couple? How would you start that? Overcome the awkwardness. Just do it. Um, you just have to say, look, and, and if it's awkward, just say, I'd like to pray for you. Okay, think about this. Everyone that's listening. If your husband or wife said, I would like to pray for you, this is probably going to be a little awkward because I'm not even sure what I need to say, but could I just hold your hand and could I just say a couple of words of prayer over you? No one's going to say no to that. Right. No one's going to say no to that. They're going to be like, I'd lean in and push farther. If you have tension in your relationship, yeah, your heart's going to soften and so is theirs if you'll hold their hand and yep. pray with them and pray for them. Oh. Not a passive-aggressive prayer. 
No. Like, Lord, yeah. fix her. Yeah, get her better. <laughs> terrible idea. Um, no, but just genuinely, hey, God, yeah. like, think about this. We know you're good. Praise. Yeah. We know that we're missing the mark somewhere. Sure. Because this is tense. Mm-hmm. And we want to see what that is and go a new direction. Mm. We're asking, asking for that help. you heal something yeah. in both of us. Yeah. And we'll do it your way and not our own. There like, it give is. us a, like, if that's all you said to your spouse in prayer, it would change your marriage. It would change. It would change everything. your family. It would change everything. So that's so good. You you said it. When we're out of a rhythm, break the rhythm by doing something different. By yeah, doing something new. Do you remember um, how you teach us in youth group, like what we do at camp? Because I still we still do it at camp. What is that? We do sentence prayers. Oh yeah, just so say, yeah family groups or your or your small group. Yeah, and night one, so you have five days in a row with people. Yeah. which comes out to 16 hours a day. It's an absurd amount. One week of camp is the equivalent if they come to all of the youth groups through the year, yeah. for a year. So like one week of camp, they show up morning one or night one. We get in family groups. They hold hands. We go, hey, we're going to do sentence prayers. Tonight, you can skip. You can pass. Yeah. You know, but I'm going to ask by the end of the, by middle of the week, you say one sentence. Yeah. And the people who were uncomfortable saying nothing are saying something. Yeah. God, thanks for camp today. Yeah. God, thanks for... Um, this and that, you yeah. know, and it's typically a thank you yeah. or give us a great day tomorrow. I've got a funny story on camp, by the way. Sure. Go ahead. Like, and another great story. So we were at little galley and I don't know if I've told you this before, um, but we it. had a, we had a student from here and, and family groups. So we had a dozen family groups lined up for meal time. Yeah. We'd dismiss them by family group, family group one, then two could go in yeah. before we would dismiss to go in and eat at the dining hall. We would, we would have a leader from the family group that was going first that day pray. Okay. So if family group one goes first at breakfast, family group two goes first at lunch, and they have to have somebody pray before the meal. Yeah. So one of our students says, I'll pray. And it wasn't somebody I thought was going to pray. And I was sitting with Jake Raymer, like in the back, like with of outside, and yeah. there is a storm barreling over us. It's oh. like we're praying a few minutes early and so getting get it in, in there yeah. because it's – and, um, you know, this young lady goes up there and she prays and she says, God, thanks for camp. Please don't let it rain so that we can have fun at, after lunch at rec time. Okay. And Jake looks at me and I, I or I looked at Jake, like, I don't want to make us look too bad. And he was like, good luck. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and I kid you not, just we right walked around. in and the storm moved around <laughs> camp. <laughs> And it was enough that Jake looked at me and I, I was like, we were wrong. Like yeah. we were yeah. like, I don't, I don't think that's how God always works, you know, like, but it was such a neat thing. Yeah. It didn't rain that day. Like they just went and had rec time. She didn't think twice about it. She went on with lunch and I was, I was like, he's yeah. real. Like he listens. Yeah. And I don't think that's like the model for prayer, but man, it's a neat thing when you see God move and react, but you don't always see him move and react. So how, what kind of response should I expect from God? Well, I think a couple of things. One is, you know, we sometimes feel like we live in a instant gratification society, right? You have a microwave, um, you have, you know, all the things are right at our fingertips. I think with the Lord, he operates at a, a crockpot, a different, yeah, a different pace. And so, one thing that I recommend in my own life, and I would certainly say on this is, you know, if you're, worried about something, concerned about something, pray about it for a minimum of 30 days. Oftentimes we'll pray for like 30 seconds and feel like, well, he didn't answer. I'm, I'll just do it my, my own way. I think we need focused and, you know, and that doesn't mean you have to pray for 24 hours a day for three. It's just like, have it be on the front of your mind. We were talking prior, like, um, we just had this cold city campus launch here at the village. It was a lot of fun. And that one, you know, quite, you know, transparently was, I, it was our most, for me, it was the most difficult because we were really um, in need of God to show up in some very significant ways. We had funding, which was great. And you'd think, well, that's the hard part. It was not, it was the finding the right person part, the leader of the leader. And God certainly provided that way, but we didn't know. And then also providing a location, which was massive. And that one literally, um, I, that's when I started getting on my knees to pray every day. This wasn't like a daily practice for me. This was in the last six months mm. um, where I was just like, I, I am in desperate need of your help, God. We can't get through this without you. And um, 
so you know we 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 have prayed about one thing or two things for literally about six months and um it was interesting i'm going to share this story real quick um there was a candidate that we had that we i was like this is it this is this is the person and, and i'm excited about it and i had some other people um that was helping us in this process of visiting with this people and i said let's pray about this for 30 days you guys pray about it for 30 days i'll pray for 30 days. And then I thought that's good. This would be good for these guys to go through this process, but I already know this is the person on like day 29. I had this overwhelming sense that this wasn't the right person. And, um, so did everybody else. And so did he. And so did he. And, um, I mean, a great, would have been a great leader. Oh yeah. And like, not because of a moral, not because of a no, disqualification, just, just like, the sense it was the Lord's timing. And then I thought, okay, we know clearly that this is not the right person. Because Lord, you've been clear on it, but who is the right person? We have a deadline here. We got a we got a timeline, and uh, we had no idea. We were starting to call. Do you remember these meetings? We were like, we could call this one group, and and they would charge you twenty thousand dollars, and they to hire with, yeah. you know five candidates. No, we are yeah. not going to do that. I can't imagine us ever doing that. I think that's right. ridiculous. So then, well, what are we going to do? So I just called everybody I knew and just said, hey, what what uh, do you know anybody that's looking or, you know, Lord sensing in their heart? And I, I bet I made 50 phone calls to people. And one guy said, I think I know somebody. And that was the one that we called and it turned out to be the one. But even that was a three month process. Yeah. I, I think uh, something that people don't know, like if you just came here on Sunday yeah. to any of our campuses, um, they all have their things that, that are make them unique and special and it's all one church at the same time cool city seneca here um but if you came in you wouldn't know all the times god that we saw a perfect situation unfold that we were like this is the spot yeah this is the place this is the person or or this isn't the person and what are we going to do about that and god um said no or started to unfold it and there's been something that i think is really favorable for god uh, f- favorable from God that he's made some decisions for us that we might not have had the the gumption uh, to make. I, I'm not like being secretive here. I just mean like we would have bought, we would have built, we would have moved on or. Yeah. I, I Here's a, here's another prayer example. I, I've been meeting with my accountability partner. I didn't realize this until he brought it up last month. He said, have we been meeting since 2011? And I was like, I don't know. I think that's yes. And and he's like, It's been well, at least 10 years. So he said, and I like, I love working here. I've always loved working here. Yeah. But he said, you were praying about what was next and if you needed to move on yeah. nine years ago. Yes. He said, and I read through my journal, which yep. is going to prompt you to talk about some yes, things too. Because yes, I'm not a journaler. Yep. And so I'm just like in the moment, like I'll pray for that for you this week. And he went back and was looking at what God had been faithful in. He yep. said, and I remember praying that God would make it really clear. Here I am, what, year 15 now in ministry at, at yeah. the village. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm so glad I had a, a friend that would pray for me in that way. Yeah. Because I was ready to look somewhere else. I didn't know if it was like at a tipping point in student ministry. Like maybe I move on from ministry. Maybe I move on. Yeah. And it wasn't like a discontentment. It was just like, what's next? I, we were probably pregnant. You yeah. know, with, with one of the girls. And it was like, what are we going to do next? We were yeah. in a school. Yeah. We were, some of the tasks had felt mundane. And I just think, <laughs> man, I'm glad I had people around me to pray. Yeah. And I, so that's, there's two things I want to come out of that. I want you to talk about journaling. Yeah. And then I'm going to talk about like why I think it's special to pray with someone. Sure. So journaling uh, for me has always been very special. My freshman year of college, um, quick story. I, I could have gone to the United States military Academy last minute, decided not to do that. I was going to go to Illinois state, be a marketing major, do business. Uh, last minute decided not to do that. Um, I think a day or two before school started at Lincoln Christian college, my alma mater, that's when I applied and got in. So don't ever do that to your parents. If you're listening and your child, that's terrible. Um, but anyway, uh, I said, God, I'm going to give you a year, just a year. And if you, you know, I know I knew I probably should do the work ministry work uh, with my vocation, but I just wasn't sure if I wanted to do that. So I'll give you a year, God first semester, have a good time, play on the basketball team. That was fun. Met some good people. 
Second semester, it's like, okay, I need to really figure this out. So somebody gave me some advice and they said, pray about it 30 days, 60 days, whatever. So I'd go to the chapel where we, our college was every day and I'd pray and I just didn't sense, you know, a clear thing, but I'd journal, I'd write down, here's what God did today, or here's what happened in my life today, or here's what opportunity I had today. And I remember very vividly in May of my freshman year, reading my journal for the whole semester. And it was so clear when I looked at, wow, this happened on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. This happened on Monday, Tuesday. You know, just every day I'd write down something that I felt like the Lord was doing. It was one of those clarifying, yes, I absolutely am called to do this. I remember putting the journal down. I walked across the campus from my dorm room over to the chapel. I got on my knees and I said, I'm yours, whatever you want to do. But oh. I, I, I'm in. I'm completely in. So that's how I've operated since age 19 is just 18 is just if there's something big, I just start praying about it and writing it down and I'll, I'll read back through. I, I think there's something really powerful that you stumbled into there that when we pray, I think God's always picking at something in our heart. Uh-huh. One direction or another, whether yeah. it's personal in a response, whether it's directional on like what you need to do next, you know, anything in life really. Um, but if you don't give yourself the space to yield and if you don't have a conscientious surrender, yeah, like there's a, like I had that moment, you know, with you guys yeah. in high school where it was like, I think I'm in, like, I don't know what, I think I thought student ministry was only going to camp and yeah. that was the fun part. It's Okay. You just knew you were in, your heart was captured. And, and if I could just add one more thing, and please, you talk about praying with other people next, um, is when I say journal, I would literally write down two sentences a day. So it oh, wasn't okay. like... So it's not a, like I'm not talking pages. And no, it was just, just like, a, this happened and this happened. Boom. And I just closed the journal. And then the next day, this is what I felt like God provided on, and I got this opportunity. Boom. Hey, this was a tragedy, and it was really hard. Boom. And not only do you see where God was faithful in the hard times, but you can see you where he was pointing you. Yeah. Yeah. And I just still do that to this day. Wow. So I know that about you. I just struggle so much to do it. It's okay. You know? Yeah. Everybody has their own thing. But you talk about praying with other people. Well, uh, again, I've done it more in other seasons than than not. Yeah. By the time Lauren and I, you know, are, are done for the day, it's hard to wake up and and pray together. Sure. You know, so if I just like, will will put my hand on her shoulder, like mm-hmm. you said with Rochelle, you know, and yeah. like, I, like I'll pray, um, a couple sentences, you know, yeah. and, and it's nothing like profound, but what I find is if I carve out the time, um, my prayer changes and the, um, like if you ever feel like you're in, in like muddy water trying to pray, looking yeah. for words, something happens like where, like I'm gathered with somebody else who's, you know, praying on my behalf. And there's something really, you, you feel that sometimes at our staff meeting. You feel yes. that sometimes in um, a pre-service prayer meeting at 8 o'clock uh, where it's like, if I were to come out and pray right now, I would pray something quick like, God, you know, yeah. we love you, you're good, yeah. you know, um, bing, 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 move on. But all of a sudden, like, my heart's in a different capacity because I'm praying with my wife or over my kids. Yeah. And I've tried to start praying um over my girls in a way that they hear it. Yeah. Because I want them to hear something true that they might not know dad thinks about them. No. You know, because like Wonderful. their excitement, Bennett's excitement last night is, what'd you think of my game? Yeah. What'd you think of that play? Yeah. Like that's her, but I want her to, and I, man, I was pumped. You yeah. know, like we had a great volleyball night. It was fun. Yeah. That's not the big picture. No. So like I want her to hear when I pray over her, the things that matter, like the leader that she is. And, and there's something that changes. I've had that with Pat Ugolini. Uh, we were more in the habit of doing that, um, and we've we've grown apart on that, not in an unhealthy way, but just got out of habit with it. Sure. You know? And it's it's tricky, but we're we do it with our small group. You just feel a shift in the way that you pray. Yeah, I you know we're talking about take, taking an except you break the rhythm if you're in a rut. Um, I love what you just said. How many people are listening right now that have kids that are yeah. at home? Tons, tons. And what would it be like if you're listening and you have kids that are home, you just put your hand on their shoulder and you just prayed over them? They don't know if you're good or bad at praying. They don't. They don't care. They don't care. The Lord doesn't care. You, there is no good or bad. Uh, the best people that pray are the ones that think they uh, Oh, don't. isn't it your favorite? It's the best. It's just absolutely the best. We're too polished, 
and we're too uh, in, you know, we just done it too long. Those who are brand new, it's beautiful. It's absolutely yeah. spectacular. And so those who are listening, you got kids, this is, this is your sign from God. You yep. should be praying over them. Pray over them. And the Bible Get says... Get brave. Yeah. And thank you. At the first Thessalonians, pray continually. So we've talked about morning prayer, night prayer. What about in the middle of the day? When you're driving yeah. in the car to go get something to eat, whenever you're going somewhere, do this, do that. Uh, taking a walk when you get home real quick. Uh, taking the dog. Whatever. How about this one? Before you walk into a tense meeting? Like you just... Oh, yeah. Or like before you turn the, the truck off in the driveway? Like, oh, <laughs> I mean it. Like, I, I, I stole that from Chandler. Like, he was like, you need to recharge yeah. and pray up quick. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, Lord, I am... That is, that's one thing you're really good about here. When we have any meeting, you're like, let's pray real quick. And then we just, it sets the mood where I'm more of a drive. Let's like, let's start the meeting. We're already 30 seconds late. Let's go. You're like, let's pray real quick. And that's a blessing. It's a huge win. Well, oh, there's just different strengths and weaknesses to it. What would we, uh, what else would you add? If you had anything that you wanted to leave people with as they, as they embark from here. We've been saying it over and over yeah, again. Yeah, so uh, three or four things. One is, um, if you're not sure how to pray and you're yep. uncomfortable with that, be around people who pray. So we have how eight, can they do that? 8 a.m. every Sunday morning here at the Manuka campus. Um, we have a prayer team, and they pray uh, right off of our office um, in, a, in a room, and uh, you, everyone is welcome to that. Just come if on If somebody in. comes, are they expected to pray? No. So we, we don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable, but I just think I learned so much just listening to our prayer team pray. And so I just listen to other people pray. It's really good. Uh, resources. Um, if you're a reader, Prayer of Jabez is a must. You, you need to receive that book. If you don't have the money for it, email me. I'll buy it for yeah, you. Yeah, we'll buy you the book. Um, Circle Maker by Mark Batterson is just a tremendous book on prayer. If you, again, if you're an audio listener or whatever. Oh, yeah. We I didn't just, even get into that. I, but I love it. We, I wish, thinking back, I wish we just would have bought that for everybody. But we didn't, so we'll figure that out. Um, I would say, you know, celebrate when the Lord answers a prayer as in ways only he can. Um, Even just, if it's a no. Yes. Uh, and I want to do, I want to do a yes and a no. So I want to do a yes. Um, we found the, the right leader for Cole city. The location was a massive six month challenge of no, 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 no. And then this moment of yes, but we weren't sure how yeah. we were going to do it. We knew it was the right thing. We knew God was calling us to do it, but I just didn't know how we were going to pay for it. And um, I, on that topic, I didn't even, that wasn't even the one I was praying for. I was praying for a fourth option because I, I didn't think any of the three would work. Yeah. I thought the one was too expensive, the one was too yeah, inconsistent, it, and the it, one was too broke down. Yeah. What was interesting is we, we had some fundraising that occurred that we did not ask for. Yeah. Before um, we made that decision to say yes, but it was kind of like God was like, I got this. I'm going to even go out ahead of you on this. And then the other thing that was really neat is July. I'll never forget it. I was in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. My my niece was getting married, and it was a weekend away. Family. We were just spending time. And Charlie, our executive pastor, called. And usually, I just ignore church calls on on like a family day. But I thought something just said, "Check that," you know. And he said, "You're never going to believe this. We got a fifteen thousand dollar grant um, to build out this building. This thing. We had to do it." And it was, for me, I'd just been on my knees about this for such a long time that I just had this sense of, it was like, this is going to be okay. That covered that our first, paint, that covered our stage. It was that the covered, first time, yeah. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I, I just had a sense, this is going to be okay. Well, I, I always, I had said this earlier, like, I wanted to pray for the bare minimum. Like, I don't want to put, like, I'm afraid of putting God out or something. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to yeah. seem greedy or something. You yeah. Know? And your sister, uh, Sarah Windham, our worship, uh, director said, you should pray. You don't know what God's going to roll out in this. So just don't be af- af- afraid to pray for good things, you know, to yeah. really reach a lot of people. She said, you have the right heart in this. And it, it changed my attitude on, on praying for it. Like that I could come before God and be like, I still want whatever you want, but if you want yeah, what I would dream of, yeah, it's where I, we're at. I feel like I walk into a miracle every day. I walk into this campus, which is a miracle. Uh, there's no way that we should be here, but the Lord literally provided it. And a lot of people worked really hard, but the Lord provided it. When I go to Seneca campus, I just think this is a miracle. How did, how did this work out? You know, we had a handshake agreement to purchase that facility. Um, you don't see very many of those uh, in our right. world today. And then our Cole City lease is just 
it's a it's a miracle. I just think that I can't believe this. Um, so those are the yeses, the noes. What do you do? So God either says whenever we pray, He says yes, no, or wait. Yeah. So the no, I I've grown to like. Like I don't like him in the moment, but it's definitive. Like if God yeah. closes a door, it's like, well, God, I was asking for you to do something, and then when the door slams shut, you're like, well, you could have done that more gently. I don't usually like the no. I'm I'm a little cantankerous with that, and just like, why why aren't you doing this, Lord? How come you're not doing what I want you to do? Which obviously tells you the condition of my heart, which is <laughs> terrible. Um, but the no is. Sometimes it takes five or 10 years before you can understand the no. Oh yeah. Sometimes it takes longer. And, but um, if you've had a, if you, but if you start now, five or 10 years from now, you'll be practiced to seeing his goodness. Yeah. And that he's, he's right. He is. He's always right. You, you said this one time, it was really funny. Um, you may not even remember it, but we had some, you know, 12 years of setting up and tearing down in a, in a junior high school is very challenging. And the, the winter months were, you know, it's January now here. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's cold. It's dark at 6 a.m. when you're getting there. And you're just, just miserable. And uh, I remember you, we came over and you talked about having a conversation with the Lord from, I think, Mazan at the time you were living, sort of 40-minute drive. Yeah. And you were just telling God all the wrong things. Why is, it, why is he not providing? And why isn't he doing this? And all these different things. And then you realized about five minutes before we arrived to the parking lot that, well, he's God and I'm not, so maybe I should change my heart on this. You know, it was just kind of oh, like man. Uh, you realized who you were arguing with. And um, that has always meant a lot to me because I struggle. Sometimes I struggle mightily with the no, but God, it's God's will. His sovereign will is is what I need to pursue instead of my plan and, and uh, whatever. But uh, thank you for that story example and that story in your own life it has really helped me in my mm. life but um the weight part is really challenging too like i've got a lot of things i've been praying about for a lot of long time yeah and i don't feel like the lord is uh is there any of that i don't want to pry something open is there any could you give an example of something that you pray for for a long time yeah i you know a lot of people that i i really love a lot that i'm just praying for their um heart to fall in love with the lord mm. and we're seeing bits and pieces we're having conversations but i'm not it doesn't seem like it's there yet and i'm thinking i know the the bible says you know god doesn't want anyone to perish everyone to have eternal life but you know there's some time here we got to go and uh, so i'm i'm really worried about that um for them and their eternity uh i'm praying about just things within uh the church life like what what does it look like five years from now yeah. In 10 years from now. And are we setting this up in a way as leaders? I'm glad you're praying for that because I'm praying for next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm praying for, you know, what's the five-year, 10-year? And how many more people can we reach? I just have this, like, are we doing this effectively and efficiently? Yeah. Like, are we, we don't want to waste time. We don't want to waste resources. Resources. Ever. And, um, and we're probably maybe too concerned about that. We probably should... You know, I just would love to, you know. Pray for wisdom on that. Yeah. yeah. I know. it's t- I'm yeah, with you. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I was playing golf with a guy in uh, November with my brother, and he was like, you guys want to bet on the things? And I was like, I do not. He said, I don't either. Uh, he said, I've been known to choke over a nickel. Like, I do. You <laughs> 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 have a heart attack over it. That's kind of how I feel sometimes. Yeah. It's like, we're just so, we got to do everything right and save money. But, um I'm I'm just uh, praying for the next five to ten years. I don't want to be a bottleneck here personally. Um, I, as pastors age, sometimes we just uh, we become a bottleneck. We just get old and uh, we don't uh, we don't allow the church to grow. So that's a big prayer of mine. Is I want to make sure, and we've got things set up to, for people to say, Nate, you're you're not effective. We need to move you to a different you know area, or you know I I would love to not have to make somebody do that i'd love to be able to say i'm not effective so where where can i go and be effective mm. so that the church can continue to grow so that's something i i think about and pray about and i'm waiting on the answer yeah um uh, that's important i'm i'm waiting on like what's what's the next step um are we gonna have more campuses uh, are we gonna do more house churches which is something i'm saying that no one knows about um are we gonna do virtual reality church 
Are we going to do, you know, all these different things? And um, it's a wait. It's, you know, a campus or a new thing is a, is a three-year project. It's a, it's a prayer, 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 prayer. And, and really, it's way longer than that. It's, it's, all it's a prayer. nucleus of and people. And then it, then it a, starts. God's yep. doing the work. And then it's the year to plan it out. And then the year to publicly say this is what it is. And, and making sure that the Lord's in it. Um, I want to I want to pause on something there because there's a tendency I think that we do wrong. Not we I, I'm I'm painting with a broad brush here, but when somebody says something that they're praying through that's really reflective, like you, like I don't want to be a bottleneck. Yeah, there's a tendency. I felt it come up into my mouth where it was like, no, 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 that could never happen. But don't steal that away from somebody when they want to come honestly before the Lord. Yeah, like if you want to help, come alongside of them in it. You know, instead of trying to like bandage up somebody so that they don't have to feel like the tension of the moment. Yeah. Like instead pray with somebody through it, you know, like, Hey, I'll pray with you on that. Like, uh, because I don't want to do that either, you know, or I don't want to, I wonder who the next Mike is. I wonder who the next, you know, Sarah or Kaylee or, um, yeah, uh, I think about that a lot. I think we, we need some younger, uh, staff per se. And, um, we're getting there. We have a lot of, you know, we're pretty young in general, but I'm just thinking, like, what's that 19 or 20-year-old that, you know, could... And you're we, praying for those things. Yeah, right now. But one of the long-term things I'm praying for that's a wait, obviously it's a wait. Girls are 12, 10, 7, and, and 3. <laughs> um, if they're to get married, yeah. I, I'm praying for sons. Like, I'm praying for, for boys that love the Lord. Yeah. I'm praying for... Um, and my parents prayed for my spouse, and you prayed for your kid's spouse, and your parents oh, prayed yeah. for your spouse, and yeah. it's... Like, I wouldn't be in ministry anymore without Lauren. Yeah. You know, because you just couldn't, like, if I would have married wrong, I'm not saying it would have ended. I just, like, I want God's favor over their marriages. I'm asking big things, like, I want them, I want some of them in ministry. Like, I want to work mm. hand in hand, yeah. not in a nepotism way, but, like, this is, this is the most fun thing I, I do. Yeah, for uh, sure. Like, it, this is my hobby, and it is it is my fun. So I want to work with more people like that. I want to work with Carter again. I want to work with, yeah. you know, just limitless. I love working with Carlos and seeing young kids come up yeah. into it. And I'm thinking, yeah. oh, man, like I, I want my girls to have a space they can serve. I want my bright, son-in-laws yeah. to have a place. I want grandkids. I want there to be a legacy that that nobody even knows I was a part of. We, they just go, man, there's a bunch of generations of believers in the kingdom because – they yeah. kept praying into it. And yeah. so my girls snicker when I pray that, Yeah, you know, sometimes. Well, you, I'm going to stop for a second because I think what you just said was really powerful. Again, a lot of people are listening that are, they have kids that are young, junior high or below, maybe high school. Um, pray for your kid's spouse. You, we just, we, we were taught that as kids. We, then we became parents and we just, I was praying for Caden's and Carter's spouse when they were, before they were born. They were and now first, you got Adriana. Right? And now we have Adriana. Carter is uh, 20 and he's uh, doesn't have a, a girlfriend yet, but I am just really confident that the Lord's going to be faithful there. Yeah. And not I, for lack of us making suggestions. No. Um, but it, it's interesting to think that, you know, I, I personally, I can, you know, my wife, Rochelle is just magnificent. She's just perfect um, for me. And I think she's perfect just in general. But that is one of the greatest gifts that God has ever given to me. And I prayed in junior high and I prayed in high school for, this is selfish, a good-looking, hot <laughs> you know, lady that loved the Lord. I should have had that reversed, right? A lady that loved the Lord who happened to be, you know. But that didn't happen in junior high. That did not happen in high school. And there was some heartbreak there. That did not happen in college until my junior year and then uh, she was a freshman we didn't really interact much uh, until second semester and I'm and I just started this relationship with her and I just thought what is the greatest gift that God has given besides salvation it's just my wife so if you have kids and and uh, pray for them if you're listening and you've been in a broken relationship maybe you've gone through divorce and you're hurting this is really hard um, or you're single and don't want to be. Yeah. Just let's pray about it. Mm-hmm. Let's ask for the Lord's help in that. Because I believe that as we're praying for our kids, 
there's probably somebody else praying for theirs. Yeah. And um, then that, that, that occurs. There actually may not be. I was thinking of my, my brother, uh, Jeremy, and he was uh, late 20s before he got married. Yep. And uh, we just prayed. We could see he was, you know, my, my brother and sister are just wonderful. My brother is one of the greatest people you'll ever meet. Like, he's just. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's so fun. I can't say enough good about Yeah, he's yeah, gentle, fun, great. Clear. Oh, I feel like he's got wisdom leader. in his pocket, like, and he just yeah. hands it out. Just f- fantastic. But, you know, here he is, mid to late 20s, no girlfriend, no nothing. And um, I see him interact with my kids. Like, he was meant to be a dad. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, well, how's this going to work out, Lord? We've been praying about this, and all of a sudden— this gal shows up at his church where he's serving and, and they start to date. And then very short, a year later, they're married. And now five children later, um, you know, two adopted three and all the wonderful kids. So don't give up. Don't give up on the Lord. There's, there's a time, there's yeah. a place. And a he's season. enough and he's opening doors. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you just, you just don't know what his plans are, but I know that they're good. Yeah, Absolutely. So absolutely, take a next step. I yes. can't stress that. We want to keep coming back to that. Take a next step. We've talked about 100 things. We went a little longer than we normally do, but we want you to take a next step. Come pray with us. Um, let us pray for you. You could. Uh, I'll say that number again. You could submit a question. Yeah. Or you could connect. Yep. Um, 815-792-9006. Perfect. Um, and just, just find some, just start. Just start. God, you're good. God, I need you for direction because I've I've made some mistakes here. I've gone the wrong direction. God, I, I'm going to ask for this, you know, in my my career and my relationships for a different heart, and then I'm going to do it your way. But I need a lot of strength to do it your way. Absolutely, I'm stubborn. So, um, with that, do you want to pray us out? Yeah, I will. Lord, thank you for today. Um, pray for everyone that's listening. Myself, um, we could just take a next step. You know, if we're out of rhythm and we're in a rut. Lord, just change us and change our our schedule around. Give us opportunity. We talked about many different things, but you know better things than we just talked about. So just provide that for us. Um, Where we need to go deeper, help us to go deeper. Praying for our kids, Lord. Anybody that's listening now that has children, Lord, that every single one, myself included, would would be praying for our kids out loud, Uh, not just privately, but out loud and praying over them. It happened to be married, um, Lord, that we'd be able to pray over our spouse and just hold their hand. And, and or maybe hug them and just, just pray over them, Lord. You're good, and um, you've got a plan for our life, and, and help us to hear from you and to really listen from, from you to what you're trying to say. That takes a little bit of time on our end, but uh, sometimes it does take much time. Sometimes you're just right there and you just tell us. So whatever your plan is, we're thankful for it, and uh, we just ask for your blessing upon each one. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Nate. If you're looking for a a good church home, we'd love for you to try us here at the Village Christian Church. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on live.thevillagechristianchurch.com. There's a place for you here that that we'd love for you to connect uh, in relationship with the Lord and a community of believers and and find some direction. So um, come check us out. We're so grateful for having you join us on another great story. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining us for another great story. Make sure to click that subscribe button so you never miss our latest stories. And if you are in the market for a great church home, check us out at thevillagechristianchurch.com. We've got more great stories ahead, and we can't wait for you to hear them all. So until next time, keep living another great story.